Hello and welcome to January's podcast. I'm Amelia Bray and I'm joined by Paul Rock. And today we are going to talk about the January 2022 rep release, including what's in the scope of the release, who these changes impact and how and where to go for more information and support. Hi, Paul. So what change proposals are in the scope of the January rec release? Hey, Amelia. Thanks for inviting me to tell you all about what's going on and going in later this month. We've got two changes going into the rec on the 31st of January. There are R12, which is housekeeping amendments to rec version 2, and R20, which is the ETOS report dissemination. And what changes will these proposals introduce? Sure, well, R12 updates REC products where some legacy change proposals that have been implemented in historic codes weren't reflected in the REC version 2 drafting. Now, there shouldn't be any operational impacts on parties, providing they've been working in line with the legacy changes. We've also taken this opportunity to fix some minor typos within the code drafting. And then R20 brings changes to how the energy theft tip-off reports will be received by REC parties. The Energy Theft Tip-Off service provider Crime Stoppers is replacing its web portal with an encrypted email service called Transport Layer Security, or TLS. This means the reports will now be sent via the encrypted email service to a specified group email address. And um, what do these changes mean for our REC stakeholders? Well, as I mentioned, for, for R12, really there are no expected impacts as the changes had already been implemented by the other codes. But the change in being introduced by R20 will impact gas transporters, distribution network operators and energy suppliers. Currently, notifications of energy theft tip-off reports are sent via email and the recipient party must log into the web portal, open the report within 10 working days. And when a party logs into the portal, the date is recorded against a 10 working day service level report. But from the 31st of January, the report will be sent to a group email address now. The 10 working day SLA to open the report still applies, but when the email is opened, a read receipt will appear. The recipient party will need to click yes to the read receipt to ensure that the 10 working day SLA report shows the report was opened within the required timescale. And will this report be in the same format? Yeah, that's right. There's no changes to how the report will be formatted. Okay, that's good. And are the same email addresses being used from the 31st of January to receive these reports? Well, not necessarily. The energy theft reduction schedule has been updated uh, within the REC to state that a group email address should be assigned to receive these reports. So if a party already has a group email address assigned, then the same email address could be used, though they may choose still to change it. If a group email address isn't assigned, one will need to be provided. And what should a party do if they still need to provide this email address? Yeah, you can still let us know via the REC service desk. Um, Let us know what the nominated group email address will be and the ETOS service provider will update its systems accordingly. And what will happen to the historical reports that are on the web portal? So the portal will be decommissioned on the 14th of February 2022. This means that any historical reports that parties need should be downloaded from the web portal before then. It's also worth mentioning that any reports that were sent via the web portal from the 17th of January that haven't yet been opened or won't have been opened on the 31st of January will be resent via the encrypted email service on the date of the implementation on the 31st of January. And where can REC stakeholders go for more information about these changes? 
Yeah, as always, um, you can visit the change register pages on the REC portal to read the final change reports for both R12 and R20. Or, of course, you can navigate to the REC release information page on the portal where you can find the REC release plan, the pre-release and release information, video from the recent drop-in session and frequently asked questions as well. Perfect. And where can stakeholders go for support? Yeah, you can always contact us via the service desk, raise a ticket. Uh, if you do need support, where a member of the code manager team will be on hand to answer questions or, of course, speak to your operational account manager for more information as well. Thanks, Paul, for your time. This has been really useful. As mentioned, for any support, please reach out to the service desk and do remember to follow us on LinkedIn for more updates from the Rec Code Manager. Thanks and see you next time.